not good enough. Are you minding your business? It's like, Dr. Umar is not on your phone, buddy. Dr. Umar is on this phone over here. This is a Prince of Pan-African phone over here. I don't know what kind of phone you've got over there, but it's obviously not displaying the Prince of Pan-Africa. Facts. It's not. Are you a fan of, of Dr. Umar? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mess with bro. Fan of his studies. Yeah, man. He's he's a very funny guy. But he's uh he's intelligent as whoa, well. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. Why didn't you start off? See? Look, look at you conditioned. Look at you programmed. You gonna call him a funny guy before you called him intelligent. Umar, I'm I'm behind you. Wait, 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 look. He's he's conditioned. <laughs> he's conditioned. <laughs> he's conditioned is crazy. <clears throat> My bad, man. That man is very educated. Big ups. <laughs> You're right. He don't mean it. Umar, you don't, you don't mean it, Umar. Yo, come sit down with us, man. It was no conviction. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't mean it at all. Like, oh, my fault. Yeah, yeah. Just cut it off, man. Are you ready yeah, to get started? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Episode 236 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Let's go ahead and go. Feel so good. I first take that, man. <laughs> Y'all don't know what these last pods have been to us, man. Let's fucking get it. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. She said you won't let the waves splash down on me. She said you won't let the waves splash down on me. Yeah, man. You can you feel it coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop I'm on the jacket. Ten on the jacket. You gotta have me. It's been a day. I don't wanna wait no more. Why the fuck are we waiting? What is that summer body looking like, guys? No more. I know a couple niggas like me. I ain't tripping. Ain't fucking with me. Got niggas on your block. But them niggas don't mean nothing. All you need is thirty days. Them bitches still eating burgers and Snickers. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. She says you wanna let the waves splash down on me. She says you wanna let the waves splash down on me. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. You see the drop top bitch stop playing with me. She says you wanna let the waves splash down on me. She says you wanna let the waves splash down on me. She bout it It ain't mine but you fucking I doubt it She so me that's my nigga reroute it I'm a rich nigga No I ain't clouded Level bull I'm a young and I'm bushed up It's a different Don't let it get crushed up I was 17 Coming through pushed up Now it's bunny truck AMG more stuff She a dot So her DMB crowded And she fucking low cheat that he stylish Ain't gon' say that little bitch Ain't got mileage But we ain't childish Ain't no challenge Like yeah You see the drop top Bitch stop Playing with me You see the drop top Bitch stop Playing with me I'm letting you know I gotta stay down on the road. Let's get to the business card. It hurt me right there, man. I have to do that. Yeah, we gotta get there, right? Yeah, and man. stop it. I know, man. I know, man. I'm sorry. We, we got a job to do, though. 
It's episode 236 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We back in the building, man. Another Monday morning. That's one of them tracks that we usually don't let the intro run too, too long. Yeah, we like to, you know, of course, get straight to it as fast as we can, as much as we can. Yeah, we let that run almost 2.30. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We had to. Yeah, we couldn't go three minutes. That would have been too much for him. The boss. Yeah. Then the TJ on top. Mm -hmm. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, it was, that was different. Whoa. No, but then we ran the track out with J. Cole. I wanted yeah. to finish that out. Mm -hmm. The the music head in me wanted to finish that. Yeah, but man. That's what you call a closer. I know. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's Kobe in the fourth. That's Michael yeah, in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's Ree. <laughs> chill out, yo. That's Ree down there in the fourth. Chill out, chill out. In the clutch, in the clutch. But yeah, man, what's up, man? We back, like we said, episode 236, another Monday morning. How you feeling? Another bro? Monday pod. I feel great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, It's been a great weekend. I'll let you get into yours first. What uh, what actually transpired over your weekend mm -hmm. or ugh, over your weekend, how it was, Yeah, all of that. Yeah, great weekend. I didn't do anything extravagant outside of just get food, drinks, and watch basketball. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't. I didn't go out nowhere. You didn't do anything single to mile wise. Just got food, like I said. Just got food. Came back to the crib and uh, watched the games. But I mean, overall, bro, I had a I had a great weekend. A very productive weekend. <clears throat> um, got to do some cleaning up around the crib. Did some yard work. Got some pie work done. Absolutely. Seeing my people this weekend, you know. So of course, like I'm I'm feeling good as well, man. My spirits are high. Um, the energy just with the podcast, bro. We just we. We we feeling good around here, you know. What Absolutely, I'm saying? shit shit is moving in the right direction, bro. Absolutely, a lot of blessings, a lot of you know when you, when you put your head down and you work, bro, you start seeing the fruits of your labor months later. You know what I'm saying? All the seeds that we planted months and months ago, right? Them hoes starting to sprout, <laughs> and it always happens. The thing about it, we are just like plants. Mm -hmm. The Rise and Grind podcast tends to plant their seeds at the beginning of the year. And we start to bloom at the same the same time that the plants start to bloom around May June, yep. you know. <clears throat> yep, yep. But um, was that it? was that it for your weekend? Yeah, man. I, like I said, I'm I'm good, man. But go ahead. How you been? How you feeling? How was your weekend? Uh, it was a really good weekend. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> it was Cinco de Mayo. Um, and then what was it after that? Um, Siete de Mayo <laughs> And then de Mayo. Seis de Mayo <laughs> Yo Y'all went insane Over this weekend And Cinco de Mayo This year was crazy This year was different Because y'all rolled this All the way through the weekend Like y'all did not it. stop On yeah. Cinco de Mayo And yeah. hey I ain't fucking mad at it Just because uh, it fell on a Friday Absolutely yeah. When I When this week approached I don't know if I was in here during pre-production or post-production, something like that, or if I was just sitting at home thinking about what the guys are going to do on Cinco de Mayo. I think that might have been what I was doing. And I checked the calendar, and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo is on a Friday. Yes, sir. Arriba, arriba, we gotta go. On oh, me. On me, on me. Nah, um. <laughs> that was funny as hell. But the guys that sent around a couple of different things, club, bar, this, that, um, it might have been the move. But I really wasn't feeling going out. So I was like, fuck it. Why don't the guys just get together? We do tacos like we would have done any other. Cinco de Mayo, margaritas, tequila, shit like that. Um, <clears throat> so that's what we did. Uh, shout out T-Ron. Shout out Keese. Shout out Hop. 
I'm trying to think if anybody else was there. If I'm missing you, uh, my apologies. But it was a great time. I picked up tacos for the gang. <clears throat> That's one thing I will say. Going to restaurants um, and making orders, whether it's sit down or whether I'm just picking up food to go, I try to be cool about it. Like I don't, I don't want to be too picky. I don't want to hover over somebody. I try to let the restaurant do they fucking thing. But they always tend to fuck me over. So then I always have to be a helicopter parent about my fucking food. I ordered like 20 tacos, some shit like that. 20, 25, whatever. It's a big order. Absolutely. I was like, I need like 16 chicken. I need four steak, this, that. I, I ordered the whole the rice, this, that. Um, <clears throat> and I just paid. And I let bro do his work, and he handed it all to me at the end. Supposed to have like somewhere between 20, 24 tacos. I pull up to the guys. We got 18. Um, Damn, you didn't check it, bro. We splitting our five and four tacos into threes and shit. Uh, yeah, but once we bust open the liquor, like everything, it's, all good, it's yeah. a good time anyway. Yeah. Um, We took down took down a whole, whole bottle of tequila type shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we was lit. It was a good time. That was Friday. Moved on to Saturday. We had pod work to get done. And usually when we get pod work done, we're either in the studio, we're at Kari's house, we're at my house, something like that. And we've been doing that for some time now. I like to switch up the scenery. I like to do something different. So I told Kari, I was like, yo, let's just do this somewhere completely different. Um, I hit Kari with a list of different places where we could have gone to get the business done. Um, I feel like getting it done in a different setting was very, very productive. Um, Sometimes you just got to switch the scenery up. Yeah, definitely. It was, once we left, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, I'm glad you mentioned us doing that because definitely changing the location helped with just like my approach and my mindset to the work. Like, I know we had work to get done, but it was just something about being outside. It was a beautiful day just starting off. It was it was beautiful. We could like, see clear through the outside. We was riding <clears throat> with the windows down and shit. You know, it was just a beautiful day. But, yeah, so that was one thing. Um, and then, like you said, we, we put up to a nice spot. Music playing. Absolutely. You know, great music playing. I don't know why the entire Alicia Keys album was playing in there. It was playing. But um, it was a it was a good vibe. It was... It was um, I had to stop and think what we were working on, we had been working on for maybe a month or two, and we would come in time and time again, like I said, the pod studio, Kari's house, my house, and try to get it done, and we wouldn't finish it. We wrapped it up. We wrapped it up right there. Um, About an hour's work. <clears throat> yeah. An hour's time. And it was much easier than in these other spaces. Maybe we were just more clear-headed, you know? <clears throat> And it's just, you're comfortable when you're in your own space. Absolutely. Being in a different space. Like I said, that's why, you know, sometimes you remember being in school, you got to go to the library to study or to use the computer because you just got to have a change of scenery. I feel like it was just that with us, we just needed to be in a different environment um, and kind of just have like a different pressure applied to us, you know, because like I said, when we in our spots, man, we comfortable, we may get off task, TV on, chilling, we may start talking about other stuff that has nothing to do with the podcast like we lose focus but when we was in uh when you're in a different environment like i said it just helps you lock in bro so yes yeah like and and that's not even for us podding and getting 
work done. If you got work, say you work from home or you're at school um, and you're tired of doing your homework at home or the school library, yo, like, do something different. Even even if it's not the best, yo, just go to McDonald's and sit inside of McDonald's, order a drink or something like that, turn the Wi-Fi on there, get your work done. Go to Starbucks, get your work done, something like Just change your scenery up. Yep. Um, see something different. Go outside. Go to a, a different college campus and turn your Wi-Fi on there and work there. You know. I'm with you. <clears throat> I'm with you. Moving on to Sunday, pie day. You know how the fuck that shit goes. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're here. For sure, man. Um NBA playoffs real quick before we jump into the pie. You been tuning in, checking out the games? I'm an LA Lakers fan, Cardi. <clears throat> Come on the fuck. Man, yeah, y'all up 2-1. Game uh, four is tonight. I didn't expect us to take a win in the Bay, Corey. Game one, right? No, we took... Was it game one? It was game one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect them to take a dub in LA is what I meant to say. That's crazy. Um, do you see Golden State coming out the winner of the series? I still do, Yes. I just think they have too uh, too much firepower. Lakers are very solid. Like, I have a lot of depth. And y'all are allowing Braun to really not have to have the ball in his hands a lot, and I feel like it's helping him. And the last game was a blowout. You know, he not having to play a lot. So, it's definitely one of the best. Like, it may not look like it on paper or by name, but this is one of, one of the best teams LeBron has had maybe since the bubble. I'll say that. It's the best team he's had since the bubble. So uh, they definitely still have a chance, but I, I still think Golden State may come out in seven. I just want I want the West to stay super interesting. I think if Golden State stays in this, it's just less interesting. Golden State, once they go past L.A., they're going to roll over whoever else they play. Golden State rolls over whoever else they play in the West Coast onto the championship. I'm wrong? I can't say I'm 100%. They roll over Phoenix. They roll over Denver. You Oh, no, you paused on Phoenix. Nah, Denver. Because I think Denver going to come out of that series against Phoenix. Um, they I are. I don't think Denver is just a, a walking apart. They're not a walking apart. They're a walking apart for, for Golden State. I don't know. They got they, they I wouldn't say walking apart 4-0. I don't mean it like that. They deep too. But yeah, I would say I may, I may give it to Denver. I may give them the edge if it's them in the next round of the finals. You know? For real. Denver takes Golden State six at best. Golden State wraps that up in five to six. <laughs> All right. I got to get past Bron and them though first. It's getting ugly. They're not getting past Bron. <laughs> but that's the thing. Imagine the L.A. Lakers emerging from this series. If the Lakers beat the Warriors, they go into the finals. No, but what I'm saying, okay, okay. That's that's interesting for you to say, but I would say either way, if LA makes it out of this, the West gets really wild. It's a toss-up. That's what I'm saying. If Golden State makes it out, Golden State goes to the championship. If LA makes this out, no, it's a toss-up, Corey. You're saying if LA makes it out, it's straight to the championship for the Lakers? I think they get there. It's still going to be competitive, but I think they get there. I think I think they beat Denver. They just, bro, like, <clears throat> it's just something different about that Lakers team this year. Like, they got a different chemistry. Yeah, no Russ. 
No rust, no cancers. You like they like to say Russ is a locker room cancer. Russ gonna be so mad <laughs> if we if we go to the finals. Yeah, but no, they just um, they back to playing defense, man. And like when you play defense in the playoffs, you gonna always have a chance. So that's why I think the Lakers, like if they get past Golden State, they got a chance to go all the way. We've had more AD this season than any other in the past. You yeah, know, he's, he's playing good, even though he be inconsistent. He had a good game again, and y'all won. I said this at the start. You remember if y'all go back, whatever episode it was, I said. AD got to play good for the Lakers to win. I said that. Every time AD falls, like... Made a glass. My stomach <laughs> hits my nuts. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. AD, 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 AD. He's made of glass. Yeah, his, he's yeah he's made of glass, bones, and paper skin. Sheesh. Every morning he breaks his legs, and every night he breaks, <laughs> he breaks his arms. <laughs> I was born with glass, uh, bones, and paper skin. <clears throat> but who else? Let's move over to the East Coast. We're looking at Philly, Boston. Mm-hmm. Philly won Sunday. What was that, game one or two? That was game. They ahead. I think that was game four. I think it's 2-2. Two, two. Oh, I'm tripping. See, yeah, yeah, see yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not too tuned in on the East Coast side. Yeah. All I know is um, I'm expecting Boston to blow out whoever. Yeah, it's 2-2 two, two with them. Embiid's playing? Uh-huh, he came back. Okay. He only missed one game. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Boston come out of that, and I think the Heat gonna beat the Knicks. They up two one. They play today tonight as well. But definitely, I see the Heat and the Celtics in the next round, the finals, and I think the Celtics get to the finals again on some redemption from last year. What I will say, the Knicks deserve a round of applause no matter what, because the Knicks have been fucking ass like I just needed them to get into the playoffs like and, and make it past the first round right like, just, I, just get there but yeah definitely make it past the first round like, but, but you know why right you talking about Brunson yes yeah 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 because the Dallas Mavericks are stupid yep. and we tend to let go of what makes us great all the time every time and we let go of Brunson and now he's over there fucking shining like uh, like ants earrings in ATL. <laughs> no, you're the one that's shining. <laughs> Yo, how did you think of that? Cause that's what the fuck Brunson's up there doing. This nigga had like forty. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see that though. We don't get him back. Yeah, we don't get him back. Brunson. Yeah, we don't get him back. Boy, we're not even getting Kyrie back. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kyrie staying. Let me no. let me tell y'all now. Don't even get your hopes up. If he stay, I I eat my words. But Kyrie don't want to be here. This is one thing that I will let you. Number one, if y'all saw that little dap <laughs> that Kyrie and LeBron did over there on oh, the yeah. sidelines a couple of days ago, man, you better not you better not let LeBron win a ring. They they ain't had that dap since 2015. If you let LeBron win a ring, Kyrie's there next year for sure. And Draymond. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> me as a Laker fan. I, <laughs> Draymond Green. Me as a Laker fan and a Kobe fan through and through. That means I've been a Laker fan since I've been alive. Not only would Kobe be disgusted <laughs> by <laughs> the shit that's going on in, in LA. Like he he would be happy with LeBron being here. Mm-hmm. But everything else that's going on with the trading in and out of LA. 
he'd be fucking disgusted. <laughs> Russ in the LA, he would have not had it. Uh, he wouldn't have okayed it. Never. Yeah, uh, Russ, that trade would have never went through. That would have never happened. Would have vetoed that bitch like David Stern. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Don't piss That's me soft. off, Carl. Don't piss say, me off. That's a sore spot right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CP3, Powell, and, and Kobe. Ooh. You dick. Still got two out of it, though. Well, y'all already had the two at that point. Is that what it was? They was trying to bring CP3 over there. They blocked to, to, it. To get more at that point? Had they already won at that point, or was they trying to win? It was 2011 or 12. Yeah, he was five rings in at that he point. They already won them. Okay, got you. So they was still trying to go for it. Yo, they fucked. Yo, Chris Paul, yo, he might have got the brunt forever. Yeah, yeah. He got bad luck, man. Some people just have bad luck. Charles Barkley, you know, another one. But a lot of people... Man, like, I know we going on a sports tangent, but imagine playing in the 90s, bro, playing in Jordan's era. Like, all those great players, like, you just wasn't going to win. It's the same thing in the NFL with Brady. Like, nigga, the no thing matter about how is, great you were, you just you knew you weren't going to win. But, Kari, the thing about it is all them niggas won except for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you saying that, like, you can't but, win. But, Pat Ewing got him one. But they all won when Jordan wasn't there. If you look when when Kenny won, they won in the years that Jordan left the game. You talking about okay? Now uh, Ewing, I'm nah. not sure when Ewing won. No, nah. some of them was years. yeah, nah. But it was before like Pat Jordan. Ewing and John Starks was spanking shit while Jordan was in the league. Okay, but once Jordan got over the hump and then he went undefeated, is what I'm saying. So like he never lost, but. Um, <laughs> when Kenny won, they won like 91, 92. They won like back to back. Jordan was out the league on some shit. No, I'm just uh, thinking like I it, mean not 91, 92. It was late. From 90s. 84 on, uh <laughs> the Pistons was spanking shit on Mike. Um Portland spanked shit on Mike. Mm-hmm. Um New York spanked shit on Mike. Detroit spanked shit on Mike. It was over. It was too late for Charles. Yeah, one shot. He got there. But even when it wasn't on Mike, like he could have still got busy. Like, you. Charles just had bad luck. Like, Chris Paul, that's the point. You let making. Utah, like, spank you, nigga? Yeah. If I'm Charles, like, them niggas not going crazy on me. <laughs> Bro, it's John Stockton and Carl Malone. What are you talking about? I know. Like, I'm not letting no <laughs> raper go crazy on me Come like on, that. Yeah, the baby with a 13 year old. <laughs> I would have been dunking on that nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Carl Malone. Oh, my goodness. I just touched magic with this hand, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> Every time I shook good game with Carl Malone, I let him know I just I just touched Magic Johnson. Bro, you almost took this nigga powers like on Space Jam. <laughs> was That's Carl crazy. Carl was on that shit with his with his powers going. Yeah, Chuck too. Chuck was in there. They was all lost. Yeah, the whole the whole dream team <laughs> lost. They fucking pa- yeah. bro. No, <clears throat> imagine. <laughs> Imagine getting spanked by a hundred and two by Damn the dream man. team and then watching them lose all their all their powers to worms. Hell no. Nah. I wouldn't even watch Space Jam if I was a nigga from another country that played uh, in the Olympics. Yeah, I'd have been mad. That's a slap in my face to me. Like y'all beat me by 140 and then got y'all power took by Bucks. I was gonna say then they made a movie out of it. It's really a mockery. Mm-hmm. Why you think they hate us? Like the country. <laughs> People hate us, man. We're some assholes. I swear, I swear to you. And the thing about it is, we really did it for money. All right, right before we go in all the music and shit, 
we were losing ratings and shit like that. Niggas oh, yeah. and players, uh, he was losing respect. Nobody even wanted to play in the, the Olympics anymore because we wouldn't win. We went over there for ratings and just to show them niggas we could kick everybody's ass. We beat everybody by like 140. Yep. We can't do that these days, though, because I'm overseas niggas. It's crazy. Um, can we get into the music, bro? Let's do it, man. Who pussy got first? Pussy is so dry right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, pussies. What we got first, man? You hear me kiss? Right. You, you hear first? me kiss the pussies? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. My fault. <laughs> My fault. That was me apologizing for drying them up. Mm-hmm. Hope that did it. Yep, yep. I'm like, ew, get the fuck up. Um, <clears throat> let's start with albums, EPs. <laughs> Call the farmer. She a hot girl. Put out. <laughs> Just broke a sweat in this bitch. Get a towel. <laughs> Stop. The baby is back, man. He dropped a three track EP. Yep. Call the fireman. Call the fireman. She a hot girl. Called. Put her out. <laughs> I just broke a sweat in this bitch. Get a towel. <laughs> Do it again. I'm sorry. After I told you to stop. For weeks and weeks, though, I've been looking at the baby promote a new track. It was obviously called uh, called a fireman. Fireman put her out some shit like that. Something yeah. until we found out it was actually called called a fireman. Um, it was a TikTok song, obviously. High energy. Supposed to be a twerk song. I don't know how to dance, but can lean. It made the ghetto bitches put their hands on their knees. As a joke, I've been playing this song around Kari nonstop for probably the last week and a half. But to be completely honest, it's stuck in my head now. <laughs> it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. It's the reason why he made it. And we can get more into that. But like you mentioned, I agree. It's a, it's a trendy song. Uh, the baby we know, somebody we know what what has happened to his career. At, at one point, he was the highest, one of the biggest, most marketable artists in the game. He hit that downfall, and now he's trying to make his way back to the top. He's trying to climb. So this is the way to do it. You have to come out with something that's trendy, that's a hit, like you said, that's twerking, um, and something that you can use on TikTok. So that's exactly what this song is to me. And I apologize. The song is called Shake Some. The actual EP is called Caught a Fire Man, right. but the, the song is called Shake Some. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I still don't like the song you you said that you <laughs> were playing it for almost two weeks now. Out of the three songs, it's my least favorite. I get it. I understand why the baby does it, why he has to push that song because the other two songs are so much better. And if he wasn't going through the situation where he was trying to market himself to be back on top so much, they just hit. He could have led with one of them other ones. They would just hit. Right. He could have just led with that, but he has to lead with Shake Some. Which I don't like it, but I understand. Uh, but the other songs, like you mentioned, Ghetto Girls earlier, that one has a sample from the uh, Cash Money song um, Project. Project. Yeah, amazing, amazing, bro. I, like I, I really enjoy that song. Really enjoy that song. And then track number three, Selling Crack with Offset, amazing. Like two great, really good songs. And it sucks that now the males. We're going to listen to this and go, damn, the baby snapped on this. But the baby's core audience are the ladies. And if he can't score that, it's up. And he's not, it doesn't seem like he's winning that female audience back anytime soon, Kari. But, but before, I, before we get into that, what I will say is 
all three of those tracks, like you said, or um, all three of the tracks are good. Mm -hmm. But Ghetto Girls and Selling Crack, Ghetto Girls being the Project Girl, uh, Project Bitch sample, and Selling Crack being the Offset feature, amazing. Just like you said, they're, they're great tracks. The niggas are good. He's a great rapper. We've always said that. We've always said that. Yeah, yeah. And can't take that away from him. He got the look, and he can. He he's got the proof in the pudding with the music. He just took a very turbulent fall. He's trying to gain the women back. Mm-hmm. Even one of these songs, I think he said something about. Uh, he's trying to gain his fiends back. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. You know women though, man. Take time, man. Women, st- y'all stubborn. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's going to take some time. We're going to have to make some more songs. But he's trying. He's trying. But good luck to uh, the baby, man. He's he's doing, he's, uh, we seen him on the shop as well. He's trying, he's trying everything. What do you say? The line in Selling Crack, if you can hear, got to win back my junkies. I'm making music. Like, I'm selling crack. That's what he mean. He got to win his junkies his back. Fans. Yeah. Okay. But like you said, he did make an appearance on Mav Carter and LeBron James' The Shop. I don't think LeBron was on that episode because LeBron said, there's no way you're going to ruin my image and I'm going to sit next to you. Yep. But I'll give you the platform to to, uh, to get what you need to get out, out. They did talk about the 2021 scandal that actually was the result of his fall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he talked about how he would have done things so much differently to to let people know that's not his character. But in that, I'm going to need to watch the entire thing because during that clip, he said a lot without saying anything. Yeah, and I need to see like the, the context of the question, make sure, you know, things ain't edited, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to believe him, but going back to the situation and when it happened... He doubled down on double down and triple down on so much that he said it's hard to believe somebody when they say that really ain't me or I didn't mean it when you had because he said one thing he wished he would do is like go back and like really just apologize right off the bat. You had multiple opportunities <coughs> he had to do opportunities that. Opportunities to do that. That's what I'm saying. You are correct. So you know, but of course, I don't want to judge either because I haven't seen the entire thing. I have only just seen that clip, but that was like one thing that I was like, okay. That is that is a mistake that the baby made back then. He completely underestimated the people against him, or he completely overestimated his fan base. Yeah, he thought that there was nothing he could do to get his fans to leave his side, and he wasn't going to back down to anybody. And when he chose not to back down. The community that that decided to step on that, they're like, yeah, you don't realize we could cut your water off, right, nigga? <laughs> like, you can go with everything else, but when we cut that water off, you need that bitch. Mm-hmm. They cut it all off. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's struggling for it back. <laughs> to be completely honest, the <laughs> baby's gonna get that back one day. Y'all know, right? How soon do you think, though? I mean, obviously, it's inevitable that it happens one day. But, like, you, <clears throat> with the way that we're moving with, with rap and his sound, specifically, his sound is already gone. Like, I know rap is on, on, you know, whatever we want to say. But the baby sound is out of here. So, yeah, we can say he may come back. But, like, when? Like, his time, his window is pretty much gone, bro. It's not. 
It's not. See, I think it's gone, man. Y'all listen and mark my fucking words. Right here. I don't know why Cardi B doubted me because I'm keen with this shit. <clears throat> and I say it every time, Cardi. Everybody in this game gets two. You get two chances. He didn't have he didn't have uh, two fuck ups. Now I mean, I he had one fuck up one. that just kind of snowballed into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't label that Meg the Stallion thing as one of his big fuck ups. That's not that big of a fuck up. No. The babies. It's only gonna take one song. That that's how fickle people are. <laughs> and that's why you get shakes on. But don't force it, bro. Like, just uh, just let that hit. You think that's happen. his one? He wants that to be the one. Like, he wanted that one to be the one very bad, bro. He pushed this song so much. There's a mu- music video, like we said. He lined up the drop with the release of the episode on the shop. There was a lot of thinking behind this one. And it ain't the one. What I will say, though, when you think about a real the baby rollout when he was in his limelight, when you think about um baby on baby, when you think about Kirk, he rolls out multiple huge songs in a rollout. Like a few really big songs. All I'm saying is, and it might not be this album, it might not be this album at all, or the next one. Don't let bro catch one that that the ladies are, are going to vibe to. No matter who it is, mm. if the song's good enough, they're gonna fuck with whatever it sounds like. Oh my gosh, don't don't <laughs> let him go back up. Hey, we'll see. Okay, he's gonna start fighting and shit again. I can't wait for that. That's what I want to see that next fight. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm trying to see him beat a nigga. Who I can't wait when okay, when the next fight happens, that's when I know he's back fully. When I see him boxing... See, but no, he got to put down more music first because... Music first, then the fight? Yes, because... Then shooting somebody? What I've seen on social media, the ladies are tired of seeing him get in fights without songs out. <laughs> like he, need a, <laughs> That's funny. he needs hits to incorporate okay. these hits. Okay. But... Hits on hits. If we get a slap, he can get a slap. Okay. That's all we need. You put out a hit for a hit, slap for slap. Hit for hit, slap for slap. That's all it takes, man. Matter of fact, I think we can make a deal with him. (laughs) I think think we we can come to a deal. Like If he he beat more niggas up, we get hits. You think we could pay somebody to start some shit with the baby? No, I'll do it. Okay, bet. We'll talk about it. Do we have any more albums out? Conway dropped an album. We didn't really listen to it. Because I forgot it was dropping, to mm-hmm. be completely honest. And yeah. that's my fault uh, as a Griselda head. Yeah, we'll get to that on Thursday. It was really a quiet week, though. It was. Honest. I dropped the ball not knowing or not remembering Conway's drop, though. I'll, I'll admit to that one. But sure. by the Thursday pod, we will have that finished up. Or for um, for my sake, I'll have that finished up, ready to review. For sure. Do we have any other albums? No, nah, we can move into songs, man. Uh, like I said, it was a quiet week, but Lil Baby snuck a song on us, Go Hard. Single title, Go Hard. Did you hear that? No, I did not. Really? You sent it through, but I, I didn't have time to hear it over the weekend. Uh-huh. So, <sighs> I don't know if it's just me or if all these songs just sound the same or if I'm just not excited. It's it's not a bad song, but it just kind of sounds like everything else, man. Like, Kari thinks it's over for a lot of rappers. I don't think it's over. I just think, like, try something new. 
you know, but not. Oh, you want a little baby to do that alternative? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but man, the song, it just, it's not something I'm going to continue to play like. Everybody lit can't pull that fire out. Hey. <laughs> I just think it made it alternative. Soon as I pop, pull that fire out. Hey. That's nasty, yo. It's the first time coming to my house. Hey. Some better go hard, girl. This should try out. This should try out. Hey. My bad. Nah, but um, so obviously we know Lil Baby is dropping an album sometime soon. Is he? Yeah, he said he was releasing. He did. He, he did, did say he, he was releasing. I'll be forgetting. Like everybody these... said they release. Everybody, bro. I don't know what kind of mental programming these niggas is doing to turn us off a of rap, but like even when they tell us that they dropping, like I don't be giving a fuck now. You see my point. We still in this rap shit, y'all. And we still podding on this rap shit forever. Forever, nigga. But a lot of these rappers, they don't get me excited anymore. I don't be giving a fuck when y'all say y'all are gonna drop. Dirk has been trying to tell us, you needed J. Cole for me to be excited about your drop. <laughs> I'm not even excited for his shit. I'm excited to hear the, the collab with the J. Cole. <laughs> me too. Lil Baby said he's going to drop an album. He been told us this. I don't give a fuck. All right. Of course, we still going to play it, like you said. But yeah, the excitement, like what I used to get when they used to say, hey, we coming out with an album, nigga, Used to be like waiting up, trying to open up Christmas presents the night before Christmas. Like it felt like that on Thursday night. These days, man, I'm going to sleep. I'll catch that shit the next day. No, real shit. Like I don't even be caring. That's I mean, that's no disrespect, man. But uh back to Lil Baby though. This song with him saying that he's releasing an album potentially this year, I would just think we would get, you know, harder tracks leading up to that possibility of an album. Like this to me may not even make the album. Like I don't feel like this song is strong enough to make an album. That little baby needs right now to get his placement back in the game because we said the last album, um, it's only me. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Didn't do what my turn did, right? Of course, it was still great, but I feel like he needed stronger music. So I feel like this next project, he has to come back on that my turn vibe. I don't think he's doing that with Go Hard on this single, not to me. But okay, I haven't heard it, so yeah. I'm gonna have to give that a listen to. Um, question before we move on because I think that might have been the only song that we had to talk about. Where are the new rappers? New rappers, like new artists. Where which, are the you mean? like? Every year, I feel like there's a new rapper that has a new hit. Like, mm. and I'm trying to think back years and years. Like 2019, like we had the baby drop Suge. And we watched one of these rappers turn into one of the biggest we've seen. Where are the new niggas? Ain't no new niggas, man. <clears throat> There's no new stars, like no new blow up. Not this year. Not right now. It's it's summer. Who got the song in the summer to you right now? Or- no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do I that. I think I got one. You have right a now. song of the summer already? I mean, well, how? let me say, the, just a song that's going to ring. It's going to open this summer up for right us. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who? That Drake Search and Rescue. You think so? Tearing the streets up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not in the clubs. 
I actually kind of want to get back in the clubs a little bit. Just to hear the music. Yeah. yeah I just want to hear what's being what's, played. What's going on in there right yeah, now? Yeah, bro. Let me, me check too. the temperature. What's the, price of the, what's the price of the brick? Yeah, bro. Because honestly, when we would go out, that would be my main focus. Of course, like niggas having fun. But no, I, I want to hear what's getting played. And I want to see how people are reacting, specifically the ladies. I ain't been in the club since... It's been a minute. Since Drake dropped CLB. Damn. Because I can remember... Um, can the galleria open till ten? Oh, we was going stu- we was going stupid off that. No, nah, you're right because I remember. Shout out to I believe it was Jose. That nigga played "Pipe Down" in the club, like as the last. Song. I was like, we was the club was ending. He was playing yes. CLB. Oh my god! Yeah. He, when he played "In Too Deep." Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh my right. gosh, I w- I was hoping one of my ex my ex girlfriends was across <laughs> the fucking way. Just walk through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I could just start spitting to that bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, had to lock eyes with a random that was ugly when the light came on. Ooh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> them be the, the worst days. Kept the gallery. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I'm already spinning because these damn lights in here got my shit going crazy. No, 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 no. I don't have epilepsy, but the club makes me feel like I do. Like, mm-hmm. if I see one more of these lights flash, I'm, I might black out. <laughs> For real. That's, that's one of the reasons why I just don't go. Are y'all y'all are cool with that? I've never understood that. Y'all are cool with the lights like that? Gotta be. Strobe? Gotta be. You couldn't have been in the disco era, bro. In the 70s. I couldn't have been in the disco era? Yeah. Okay. If you don't like all the lights and shit? Yeah, but by the... Like, I don't do cocaine. <laughs> like, back then, I would have been doing cocaine. <laughs> I'll be damned if I wouldn't have done cocaine back then. Like I'm, you I'm, think so? Yeah, I'm pussy now. Like in the '70s, I would not have been pussy about doing cocaine back then. It was the thing. <laughs> that don't mean you had to do it. It was like better than weed, I think, back then. <laughs> like and niggas wasn't dying like that over. I don't know what. It's because it wasn't stepped on yet, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe <laughs> maybe niggas were just having fun with the pure Colombian shit. Yeah, Them niggas was mean. snorting cream. Yeah, shit out here. So you know everything stepped on now. So like it'd be hard. I was like, how did all of y'all make it through the seventies and didn't didn't die off that fucking coke? Mm-hmm. That was straight off the boat. Oh, that's what they was talking about, Mama Cito. <laughs> <laughs> I do not fuck with America. I, I get, get it straight, straight off the boat. The cause she never made me choke. I mean, man, free that man, bro. Oh my god. god. Damn, bro. He's giving you so many good times. So much, bro. Free that YSL gang. <sighs> no, it's not a gang. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> oh, shit, I just made it worse. <clears throat> Damn it. Are we ready to get in the news? Yeah, let's move on, man. Are we ready to try to get people excited about Lil Durk's album again, Corey? I guess. Like you said, we just talked about the only reason why we were excited is because the song with J. Cole... Is uh, up and coming, but he he did release um, or did announce that the album is coming out this week, Friday. If you aren't excited about this album yet, you better get fucking excited <laughs> because it's coming out Friday. Friday. What are we What are we expecting? Oh man! Because even the cover of this album is different. It started to speak to what we were talking about last pod, Corey. What was that? He's approaching this a little different. What do you think? I don't know what to think. (laughs) 
I don't know, man. I, I just yeah, that's why I tried to just give you the. Uh, no, question. it's like it's like half me like I don't know, and like half like I don't want to talk shit because they shoot niggas. Yeah, and the album is titled "Almost Healed," so I just want to ask the question: like, what do you mean by that? And are we talking about healed in your relationship, or are we talking about like you said on murders? <laughs> are you almost healed from all them bodies that you allege? Or is this India? I'm just talking, bro, but um, I, I don't know what to expect, man. I'm going to get honest. And it's going to start touching the same shit that I touched last pod. Okay. I, I feel like he's really, like, chasing NBA Youngboy. Really? I think the beef got to him that much. But Dirk is much older than... NBA young boy, correct? Yeah, correct. Why are we just now moving towards the healing phases in the raps now? The growing up in the raps now. The ending the beefs now. Like he kept saying he was he wasn't gonna diss the dead forever and ever and ever. Every album and he continued to do it, continued to do it, continued, but he's healing now. He's what we like to call a late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was four feet in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He got so, he got his wits about him in high school. Yeah, so when it when it comes to the aspect of healing and realizing when you're in the wrong, Dirk maybe is somebody who would take some longer. You know, young boy, he's younger than us, bro. And he was able to get this at like 22, 23. Dirk, I believe, is closer, maybe in his 30s at this point now. Uh just a late bloomer. That's the only thing I can tie it to, but you really think he's chasing NBA young boy? I mean, you have a you have a point, obviously, because he can't go anywhere without that name being thrown into every conversation that his name is in. Um, there was an interview. Was it TMZ? Who who stopped him and asked him about TMZ or some random somebody. reporter stopped and asked him because I don't know why DJ Academics, whether this was on Twitch or some other streaming platform. He announced that Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy had allegedly squashed their beef. I like I like DJ Academics in the fact that he usually 98.9% of the time he's going to give you credible information. I don't usually get much incredible or uh <clears throat> wrong information from him. This was wrong. <laughs> that nigga said incredible. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is incredible, nigga. I was trying to say something to to discredit, <laughs> discredit. but I couldn't yeah. think of it. <clears throat> but nah, yeah, this was uh <laughs> this was false news. This was fake news. NBA young boy came out immediately. Yo, he was like, Hey, you a bitch. <laughs> he called, he <laughs> called DJ Academics a bitch. That's the young boy I know. Yeah, but the <laughs> it's not the one that I know because to be honest, out of everybody you wouldn't expect NBA Youngboy to be friends with, he's close friends with academics. Yeah, he was always friends with Ak. He always gave Ak the news. Like we said, this is why Ak usually- Is credible. Yeah, usually is credible because he gets it directly from the source. They, um, You're correct. You know, they were seen in the past a lot together. Any interviews? NBA Youngboy didn't do interviews before this Motown deal. And anytime you heard any words from him before, whether it was out or inside of jail, it came from DJ Academics. Yeah. So um, 
the beef between them two or the the quarrel, whatever you would like to call it, between those two, that's new to see. Um, but yeah, there was a young lady that stopped and asked. I heard the beef was over between you and NBA Youngboy. She asked that to Dark. He said, what beef? <laughs> and then she was like, you know, with NBA Youngboy, he said, who? <laughs> Don't you love when niggas are on a uh, rollout, bro? <laughs> I do. On their promo runs, I love it. They get to acting up. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sold, bro. I'm not either. I'm not sold, bro. Uh, t- and but I mean, it's not new to me. I told you this at the start of the year. Um, I'm just not sold, man. Just the music, niggas doing too much outside. Be great at your craft. That's all I ask. You know what I mean? You can do all the outside antics, but when you're not producing in your music, then it's like, all right, bro. And Dirk got to the point to me, he was doing so much. And I'm like, yo, where is the music? You know? And now we get the music, but like you said, he hasn't done anything up to this point, but give us a preview with J. Cole, and then you announce the album. I'm still not sold. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Kari, do you know the only album that I am truly, truly excited for this year? What's that? You just take a while, I guess. Do you even know if it's coming out yet or is it just you oh, think it's, it's coming out? Oh, it's coming out. Who oh, I'm missing? Set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Offset is the only album. And I don't know if if I feel that way, I can't be the only one that feels that way. There's nobody that excites me right now that I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, if he if he just like if he decides an album's on the way. He's really going to shake shit up. I can't wait to hear this. If he if he says one's coming out, that means something. And also back to what you mentioned not too long ago, I know Offset is not a new artist, but as far as solo career, he's a newer solo artist. So you talked about something new, something exciting. That is another reason could be why you're super excited to hear Offset because he hasn't he's only put out one album. And we've talked about, you know, that album was really just like a, a test to see if they could do this. They didn't have a proper rollout album uh, cover was horrible. So <laughs> now it's like, OK, you did that. Now let's see if you learn from your mistakes and see how you roll this one out. So I can um, I can understand why you excited about Offset. I mean, myself, outside of J. Cole, just, you know, rumored to come out. I don't have anybody that I'm just like eager, like, bro, I got to hear it. I got to hear it. I got to hear it. Like, no, I just hear it when it, when it get here. You think we get a Kanye album this year? I don't know. I know you may have different um, opinions about that, but. No, 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 no. no. I, I literally just asked because that's probably the first time music wise I've uttered Kanye's name all year. We, I mean. We haven't uttered Kanye's name as it pertains to him being in the booth unless we heard a Lucy, and we really don't talk about those because we know they're not coming out. Right. Everything's been outside the music. Kanye's just so disaligned from the DSPs that I can't even see them putting his shit out even if he begged them. Yeah. <laughs> For real, bro. We need that Jay-Z album, trying to tell you. Oh, we need that throne. <clears throat> we do. They can't... Jay... Kanye ain't on the throne no more. <laughs> I can't even get the words out. <laughs> These niggas making me sick. 
Jay said it hurt, though. Bro. Yeah, bro. Jay said it though. But Kanye fucked that up, man. I don't think that should ever happen now. I think we real life had a chance after Donda. Jay coming back, the 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 reunion, getting on the verse, mentioning Throne. I, I real life think we we had a chance. I think that shit over now. Bro, it sounds crazy. And I'm about to completely, completely, completely switch the the topic. I said something about how something hurt, and I was thinking over the weekend, and I was like, man, I'm going to bring this up on the pod. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> You're 26. I'm 25. We're headed towards our like our, our 10-year class reunion, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I started to think over the years how much it hurts me because, I mean, I'm, we're still, we're pushing towards like our dreams, and there's not a lot of niggas that are doing that. Um when I sit back and I think about all of our friends and not even our friends, all the people we went to school with in age 15, 16, 17, 18, even to know what their dreams and aspirations were in life and to watch life catch people up to where everybody has to change what they want to be to what they have to be to survive. I really fucking hate that, man. When I look at it, like, I thought about it yesterday. That shit truly hurt my stomach. I was like, all these all these people that have true dreams, you know, you just got to you just gotta become something else mm-hmm. to live out here. Yeah, I didn't know you was going to go there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I told uh, you I was going to completely <clears throat> switch shit. But no, nah, definitely I had that thought all the time. I, I used to think about it more specifically with the niggas that you knew who were really, like, really good at something really star-studded athletes, Mm -hmm. you know, and for whatever reason, whether it be grades, environment, getting in trouble, niggas just don't make it, you know, and you know niggas got the talent, bro, and it hurts you because you know all they know is they sport. So when they don't have they sport, they have no obligation or direction to do anything else. And that's where you get to the point where you end up in just wherever life takes you. And yes, I know family, friends, acquaintances, whomever. I know so many people who got to the point where they either gave up on their dreams for whatever reason, or they just got to the point where, you know, you get comfortable, you get complacent, and you really just go through the motions, man. You really just let life take you. I mean, but like, instead of you taking life where you want to go, you know? And even sometimes you can't control it. Like, sometimes, like, finances just get rough, you know? Um, You don't have the money to put into your craft because you got to put food on the table. You might have a family to feed, you might got kids at home. Um, Job situation. Yeah, everybody's story different. So, yeah, we're not. Definitely not judging. But no, no, no. I'm not that, judging at all oh, because yeah. we there. Yeah, but I have that thought too. And like you said, with it being so close to high school uh, class reunion, it would be interesting, man, to see like, you know, what direction people win and what choices people make. And look, I'm finna get even more deeper, man. My pops used to tell me this all the time as a kid and it never really hit me until I got older, until I became 26. He used to always tell me as a kid, um, like the choices are... Decisions that you make now, man, like they shaping your life years ahead. You don't even know. And I like that shit used to like, he used to say it all the time. And I'd be like, what? Like, what you mean? Like, not making my bed. Like, cause it would be simple shit. Like, he told me to take out the trash. I watched the dishes. I ain't do it. I get in trouble. Like, decisions you making now, like, will only lead to you, whatever later. I'm like, bro, whatever. 
Nah, bro. Like, it's decisions that I made as a kid, as a teenager in school and college that have shaped my entire life. And it's just crazy to think about that because we know people who made decisions that altered their life mm-hmm. in completely different ways, you know? So And shout out to everybody. Cause I, I just I just know it's not it's not easy. Like I I know people that had aspirations of being lawyer, doctor, actor, singer, mm-hmm. and you know, shit got caught up. Like mm-hmm. you you might have had a baby. You might have fallen on hard times and had to make shit work and now you stuck at the call center. Or now you stuck working at the front desk at the gym spot or I you know it's shit happens thanks bro you know what I'm saying um that shit just I couldn't stop thinking about it bro because mm-hmm. that shit actually hurt mm-hmm. because we we still pushing towards our dreams and it's it's fortunate that we're still able to do that shit absolutely bro it's not a day <clears throat> that I don't thank God for this absolutely and I'm not Bless. grateful for this thank you God um every day but yeah, man, we're gonna step on y'all ass at that 10 year class reunion, you puss ass <laughs> bitches. Um Dab. <laughs> oh but man. Yeah. You going to the reunion? Yeah, I got it. He said he got it. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, you have a legal obligation. So <laughs> yeah, but no, I can't not step with the bros, you feel me? That's crazy to think yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Niggas been out of school 10 years. Yeah. <clears throat> we old, bro. No nah, man, oh bro, nothing like that. <laughs> uh, you ready to move on? I'm sorry I had to take that there. Nah, nah, I appreciate that. No, nah, no, for real, for real. Yeah, let's move on though. Yeah, let's talk about some other best friends that might not be best <laughs> friends the way we thought they were. Usher and Chris Brown reportedly got into a fight over this weekend card. What the fuck, man? So you know, we talked about how great our weekends were. Yeah, I, I don't know if Usher and Chris Brown really had a great weekend. Usher looked like he had a great weekend. He did. We'll get Chris it Brown that. looked like he had a terrible weekend. Yeah, Chris Brown's weekend started off great. So over the weekend, Usher threw a cel- was it a celebration party for Chris Brown? If I'm not mistaken, he threw a party for Chris Brown, a birthday, birthday party. His, his birthday is, uh, is uh, Cinco de Mayo. You're yes. Right. So this was Friday. So yes, Usher throws Chris Brown a birthday celebration party. Uh, because they're out in Vegas doing the Lovers and Friends uh, festival. That is correct. But anyways, so yes, he throws them a party somewhere along the night. There's drinks, you know, whatever involved. Um, and reportedly, there's an altercation between Chris Brown and Usher that becomes physical. And there's punches thrown. Um, I know they said Usher was even like leaking bloody nose, I think is what they said. So yeah, it was very, very, very. Interesting to read this, bro. It, it almost hurt. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hear anything about the, the Usher leaking a bloody I mean, nose. All right, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I may be making that up. Don't do that shit to Usher, man. <laughs> because Usher posted a video today from Lovers and Friends with his whole face. He looked like there were no scratches, bruises, mm-hmm. not a not a mark on his face from the fight. <sighs> Apparently, he said something crazy to Tiana Taylor. Usher wasn't having what he said to Tiana Taylor. Chris says something even crazier to Chris. He calls him a coward for not, you know, taking his side. And he walks out. Usher storms after him. It all goes left. Mm -hmm. We were just talking a week ago, or I I was just watching Usher a week ago on an interview talking about how they were going to line that verses up. 
For real. How he couldn't wait to finally line that up one day. And how it was going to be one of the biggest things ever when they did it. To be completely honest, I was on the fence this entire time wondering, is 2023 a promo run for Usher to drop a new album? Or is this Usher promo running to finally meet Chris Brown for a versus? I couldn't tell. I can't tell if this is promo right now. <laughs> that would be crazy. I didn't think of that till right now. Because Usher was, to me, was on a promo run for an album. That's I was thinking that because we got that song, Glue. Me too. We got everything that he did with the Tiny Desk and everything that came after that, the skate party. So I definitely was thinking he was about to drop an album. This being a part of the album rollout, possibly, I didn't think of that till right now. Come on now. We literally talked 20 minutes ago about how the baby promos this shit with fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about how the baby's uh, core audience is the ladies. True. How different are the baby <laughs> and Usher, Kari? Oh, All we need Usher just needs to put a nigga down in Walmart. Facts. Or at his crib. <laughs> Shit, the baby said it don't matter. Okay, he didn't kill him. He shot that nigga. Gun smoke around here. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, whether or not that is promo or not, um, still reading all of the headlines in the news, it was definitely. Some news that you just didn't want to hear, and I'll focus on Chris Brown more specifically because it's not the first time that we've heard these stories where he's getting into it with people, and it's always allegedly him starting it. So it just poses the question, like, is Chris Brown the problem at this point? Has he always been the problem? Well, we know for sure in in past times there have been issues where Chris Brown has been the aggressor or the antagonist. AKA the problem. But since maybe 2013 or 14, we've really seen a calm in Chris Brown. We've seen a chill in Chris Brown. We've seen him really depart from the actions that the former Chris Brown was, which is why I give I give people the room to break themselves of the shell and be a new person. Mm-hmm. We saw a new Chris Brown. Post children, absolutely. Until you poked the bear. Yeah, <laughs> you got his ass riled up. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Tiana Taylor said or him and this is not Tiana Taylor's fault. I'm not saying that. I don't know whose fault it is. I wasn't there. But whatever was said, yeah, it got him lit. He went up there over it. Or maybe he was just, you know, it was his birthday. He may have been off some drink, just feeling himself. He was and, definitely off some drink. And just, just got carried away. That's what I'm hoping. And... What made me believe that even more is because reading the story, like we said, Usker, 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 <laughs> Usher was trying to de-escalate the situation. Is what they were saying. Like I'm thinking, if it was really beef, right? You're not running after him to de-escalate. You're running after him to beat his ass. Well, I think that's why Usher was running after him. What you mean? To beat his ass. They say he was trying to de-escalate. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just such a big Usher fan. My nigga Usher wanted the smoke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with that fucking cricket. Drop them damn crickets on there. <laughs> <laughs> Drop crickets on their ass. <laughs> That's nasty. That's funny. Drop, Drop crickets on their ass. <laughs> nah, bro. It's not like a uh, cricket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't think yeah, of anything just else. Just like one. Um, <sighs> Chris, please don't tell me. 
Chris and them got down on Usher and beat his ass for real, though. Yeah, you want to know why, man? Because we need to settle this once and for all. Who's the fucking king of R&B? Oh, is that what that was? That's all this is about. I mean, Frank Ocean posed that question <laughs> to Chris Brown about 10 years ago. Yeah. It ended the exact same way. Forrest. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about, you remember when Chris Brown pulled up to that stool? Yeah. yeah that's he, what I'm saying, because his, his boyfriend at that time was named Forrest. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> he got that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then that after in? that, no, I was saying Chris Brown and... Frank got that in. Yeah. And then after that, Frank and Forrest went and got that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that, man. They Did they make it to the parking lot? Is that what it was? They fought in the parking lot? Yeah, they got it parking. I said they got it parking. <laughs> they got it popping in the parking <laughs> popping lot. Popping in the parking lot. There were so many videos over that shit. Yeah, that was funny. Did we ever see real footage from that? Nah, never. Okay. Never, never, never. never. But um, yeah, man. I believe that this happened. Me too. I don't think this is promo. I think this is real life. It's gonna be used as promo, maybe. Now, I was about to say it's but, promo for sure. But I don't. But think, it happened. Yeah, I don't think the the intention was uh, at the beginning. I don't think this was made up. It happened, like you said. Like this is real. But of course, now they're gonna capitalize off it. Um, it kind of worked out with the next day, Saturday, being the festival. Like you said, Usher went live, showed his face, said, "We still here. We ready to have a great time." And Chris Brown still performed. So I mean. Everything looked okay. He still took the stage. So, it'd be all right. Maybe we do still get the verses. To be completely honest, if this was an issue where Chris Brown was entirely too drunk or any other substance, I'm I'm sure they'll make up. If they're as good as friends as we know they are, I'm sure this will be water under the bridge type shit. So, we'll see. Not a, not a bloody nose. Yeah, I pulled that up. That's what they said. It's hurting. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to an alpha man. Ooh. Finesse two times, Kari. <laughs> so I guess Finesse two times was uh, he was feeling under the weather. He was a little sick, but he had a show to do still. But, you know, that doesn't mean you can't still go and make that back end. Okay. He just doesn't have to go. Tell me more. He can tap his brother that looks kind of like him, not really at all. <laughs> no, they kind of favor. The fuck out of here. A little bit. And put on a shiesty in my chains <laughs> and do my show for me. That's correct. So allegedly over the weekend, Finesse two times had a show in a different city. I don't know what city this was that he was performing at. I'll get that for you. He had his brother put a... Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. They were doing a show. Oh, that's all white niggas. They wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, white people and bumpkins. <laughs> Shout out to the Huntsville, Alabama uh, audience that's listening. <laughs> we love y'all country ass. Chill out. Um, but apparently, he sent his brother to Huntsville, Alabama because either he was feeling under the weather or didn't want to go. I don't know the case. Maybe he double booked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was supposed to be in... in Miami, Florida that night. Right, right, right. Maybe it was like a kid's birthday. Mm-hmm. He had a date with a girl. He was busy being an alpha man. Right. Yeah. You know. So he sent his brother. His brother did the show. Rocked that bitch out for him. <laughs> right. Chains on, mask on, mic on. Yeah, hell of a stunt double. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a crime. <laughs> He went and took a page out of Akon book when Akon used to do that shit with his brother. Right. That was way before social media and it wasn't proven. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he he just told that story. He could have been making it up. We never know. This is a fucking crime. I want my money back. Now, I don't know how they're going to be able to confirm that wasn't him under the mask. Mm -hmm. But if someone can confirm that was not finessed two times under that mask, I definitely want my fucking money back from the promoters. Or from the, the, venue, the venue, should I say. For sure. Absolutely, yeah. If, if I attended, I would want the same. But it didn't look like him to me. It looked like the brother. It didn't look like Finesse two times at all. It looked just like the brother. His brother's a different complexion <laughs> That's than what I him. Mean. Like the, he needed his um his like mouth covered up some more. Absolutely. You can still see, like, bro, you're lighter. He needed than your brother. <laughs> you know that mask Kanye used? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what face. he needs. Mm -hmm. yeah, that would have been so much smarter, bro. Just use the whole face. Stupid. You don't even have to be good anymore. Like you don't even have to be smart. Why they didn't do that? You wouldn't even be talking. I take about that this. back. You do have to be smart. I, I guess at least to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't even have to talk about this. I'm sure, of course, he could have sounded enough like his brother. Oh well, guys. I, I actually, now that we've gone into this, I don't fucking want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm angered now. This is, this is foolish. This is, this is idiocracy. Said, this is a crime. The idiocracy. Yeah. Let's move on to some uh, some legends. Missy Elliott, DJ Cool Herc, even more because we've got some legends to list have officially uh, been chosen to be inducted in the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Corey. Yes, sir. It's been a long time coming for some of these people. Yeah, it's amazing, man. DJ Cool Herc is just now being inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Corey. Yep. He started rap. Yep. He started rap, Corey. Mm -hmm. The genre, guys. The entire bitch. All right. So I'm going to get into uh, everybody from the hip-hop, R&B, soul space, just so we know. Um, the inductees are finalized in the performer category. We've got Missy Elliott, and we've got the Spinners. That's crazy. I'm sure y'all know Sheryl Crow. I'm sure y'all know sure. George Michael. I know y'all know Willie Nelson's uh, weed-smoking ass. <laughs> y'all know Rage Against the Machine. Um, when we talk about the Musical Influence Award... We got DJ Cool Herc. Come on now. Gotta, a, you got to give it up for It's that, about man. fucking time, man. Gotta give, give it, it up. Who the fuck out there? Where the fuck would any of us be without DJ Cool Herc? What would we be talking about? I wouldn't be sitting here potting. That's crazy. <laughs> that we don't e I don't even... DJ Cool Herc could walk past me and I don't know what he looks like, but I have to take my hat off because he wouldn't be here without that nigga. Mm -hmm. Musical Excellence Award. Shaka fucking Khan. That just goes to show, guys, if you sing well enough, it doesn't matter how much cocaine you snort. <laughs> you will get in the <laughs> you will get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It may take you 50 years, but you're going to get there. Man, I went back on Shaka Khan's pigs back in the day. Yeah, she used to. She was a foxy thing. Mm. Her and Pam Greer, bro. I love me hey. some Pam Greer, bro. Pam Greer. You could put her, like, if she was 30, 20, 30, 40, 50, you could stick her in 2023. I'm marrying her any of those decades. <laughs> I might marry her to 60. Yeah, for real, for real. Damn, Grills. Yeah. She was Super nice. Hard. She was nice. Yep. Jackie Brown, yep. Shaft. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> she got well, my nigga. Man. Martin. No cap. Yep. <laughs> 
to everybody mm-hmm. but me. And we've got the Amit Erdogan Award. I'm not sure who that is, but um, if if I'm so out of line for not knowing who that is, guys, forgive us here at the pod. But that is going to the late, great Don Cornelius, Corey. Yes, sir. Wow. We got some names on the board this year. Thanks, man. It's about time. Jesus. Um, who's your favorite name off of this list? <sighs> favorite name on this list. Come on, man. Let me cut you off right here. Friend of the show. We got to go with Missy Elliott. <laughs> Get the fuck on, man. Nah, I'm just friend playing. of the show. Friend of the show. Shout out, Missy. Nah, man. This is hard. I may go to Don Cornelius low-key. Just based on uh, Soul Train. Um, Highly influential. Yeah. Either Don Cornelius or Missy. I'm real. going Missy first. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going Don Cornelius. Yeah. We talk about just icons and pioneers for their particular lanes. It doesn't get any better than Missy or Don Cornelius. And I'm sorry. Sorry to the city, guys. Sorry. Come on now. Let's go ahead and slide the spinners, number one. Let's do it. Let's like slide the spinners at number one, man. Hey, man. Fort Worth, Texas on. Got to do that shit for the hometown, man. That's lovely. <clears throat> That's so lovely. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the 2023 Hall of Fame inductees. You want to talk any more about it? No, nah, but we need we need to uh, we need to try to connect with the spinners. If we still got, if they all still living or whoever may still be living, yeah. hopefully all of them. I'll say less, nigga. We could probably make that happen easily. <clears throat> yeah, we need to connect with the spinners. That'd them be niggas, lit. niggas stay up the street. Yeah, that'd be lit. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, but we can move on, man. All right, let's do it. 50 Cent dropped a pretty cryptic picture. Um, it was the the gunshot. Or uh, if you if y'all are day ones from the pod, y'all know I know that as the, the Spider-Man. Spider-Webs, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I swear that nigga was Spider-Man back then. Oh, that was like forever ago. Absolutely. Y'all have to be day ones for real. But 20 years later, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was, all socials really, 50 Cent got on and he posted the, uh, the red... Gunshot, the bullet, mm-hmm. or the the bullet shot that hit off the glass that uh, kind of symboled the Get Rich or Die Trying logo. Right. So immediately when I saw that, I sent that to y'all, and I was like, oh, fuck. 50 Cent's about to come back with a new album. With an album. That's what I was thinking, like, too. And when you come with that type of cover... Oh, he about to step crazy with everything he's done in the film game. He finally, he back to take this shit in music again. I'm, look, I went so far as to say, oh shit, we finna get a Get Rich or Die Trying 2. I thought that's what it was too. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I was elated. Like, I, I could have jumped on my bed like a kid at a hotel. <laughs> but he kind of came through with more details. Mm-hmm. It is 20 years since Get Rich or Die Trying. Of course, that dropped back in 2003. And he's going on a 2023 farewell tour, Corey. Yep. He's calling it the final lap tour 2023. He's going to also bring on Buster Rhymes and Jeremiah Whittle. Jeremiah is a really, really good friend of 50 Cent. If you have seen over the past Mm -hmm. decade or so, um, they do a lot of work together. Correct. And he's a hell of a performer. Hell of a performer. Bro. The fact that his voice... And he made it through that COVID era yeah, because did. that shit almost took him out. It did. Tuh. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremiah's one of them ones. And he doesn't get the credit for it. Like, hey, we need to bring that nigga in here too. Stop playing. When we get guests, stop playing. Let's do it. Um, how you feeling about the tour? This might be something that I 
I have to go to this tour. Yeah, facts. We got to go. This is, at one point, my favorite rapper ever. And this um, is going to be the last time 50 makes his his round around yeah. the U.S. Yeah, we got to we gotta go to this. Let me, let me <clears> check the date. <coughs> August. Bet. And with 50 being one of those artists that is somewhere in his mid-40s, almost 50 and up, if he's not 50, he is well off in this film game. He is well off in this music game. He is well off... As a venture capitalist, he's well off in this business game. You better believe this nigga when he says this is his farewell tour. Do not expect him to go on another tour after this. No. That's it for real, for real. And the fact that this is a world tour. That lets you know even more. Expect him to wrap it up for the world tour. He's staying put. I was about to say, he's going all across the globe. So, of course, North America, but he's going to touch Europe, Toronto, uh, Amsterdam, Paris, Oslo. He's going everywhere, bro. This is amazing. So you asked me how I feel about it. This is how you're supposed to go out with everything that he's done in his career since the start, the ups and the downs, all the uh, the hardships that bro over- overcome. This is how you're supposed to go out. So I'm excited for 50 Cent. Artists don't really get to do this on a stage this big, usually. Niggas normally don't even get a fair... Well, tour, but to do it and go all across the world, bro, that's big time. So I'm happy for 50 Cent, and I hope that this is successful, and I hope he puts on the show, and we definitely should try to go in August. For sure. Another reason why I think that um, we need to go to this because it's going to be your last time seeing 50 Cent is because he's so immersed in the film culture that he has no time for this music shit 50 Cent just announced that him, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenya Barris, and I think a couple of other investors have reportedly joined forces to enter the bidding war for BET. <laughs> so not only is Tyler Perry uh, over there on his side trying to make sure he seals up BET, yep. Diddy's over on his respective side trying to make sure he seals up BET. There are other investors that are trying to make sure they seal up BET. And just now, 50 Cent Shaquille O'Neal Kenya Barris are in the bidding war as well. According to TMZ, uh, all of these people uh, were seen outside of Paramount's New York offices discussing the possibility of buying the network. They allegedly partnered uh, with Shaq's uh, CVC investment company to make an offer. Barris is also one of BET's minority stakeholders. At this point, man, I just want to see... Somebody get it. I don't care because they all black. They <laughs> so, are black, so I don't care, care, yeah. but I do care. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you who I really wanted it to go to more. Tyler. Out of Tyler, yes, just because I know we, we said he already was uh, in-house. He He's well acquainted has, with BT yeah, already. He already has the relationships and things mm-hmm. like that. But I kind of started to lean more towards Diddy just because of the direction that he took uh, Revolt. And how just like mm. it became such like a media hub. And Diddy said his focus was um, if he was able to win the BET bid would be to do that, but to make it black and have it be, you know, the black faces headlining and making it be this big hub like Revolt. So that's why I was leaning more towards Diddy. But regardless, bro, whoever, I don't care. <clears throat> who, who do you want to see it? Who um, Whose hands does it fit best into you? <laughs> Well, it depends on what you're looking for out of BT. Overall, what I will say, 50 Cent Shaquille O'Neal and Kenya Barris 
get this done the best. Because between 50 Cent and Kenya Barris, you get a load, uh, a workload of comedy. You get incredible film work. Um, Kenya Barris is behind Black AF that's on Netflix. He's behind Grownish. He's behind Blackish. He's behind, uh, I forgot the. He was behind you people. Yes. Every ish that you've seen on ABC, he created that show, Black AF, um, a multitude of different shows on Netflix. Um, you people, just like you said, that had Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, that just dropped later last year. Um, I think film will be in great hands. I think with 50 Cent's mind uh, in film, we're going to have a great drama side. I think we're going to have a great comedy and um, comedic relief side with Kenya Barris. I believe 50 Cent knows what needs to be implemented for music to stay up on uh, on BET. I think Shaq is funding the money and he's going to funnel what might need to, uh, to take care of sports. So overall, these three take care of it. If you want to see the most of music come back from BET, Diddy takes care of this. If you want to see strictly film, Tyler Perry. Yeah, that makes sense. So you, the three, you get it all instead of having one sole focus. That's what you're kind of saying there. 50 Shaq and Kenya Barris okay. are going to get this. The money the money alone is going to, it's going to take this over. I mean, we're talking about two billionaires and then three that make a billionaire. Yeah. Or make a billionaire and some because when we get we get 50 and Shaq together, that's a lot. Kenya Barris too, that's heavy. Million dollars. Do you want to see more of the music come back to BET or do you want to see great film? Music. That's why I was leaning more towards Diddy as well, just with <clears throat> what we've seen Revolt do. And I just I just want to bring back like that feel of watching music videos and music interviews and behind the scenes and Can they do it though? Making the band, making the whatever they come up with. Um I don't know, man. Cause today I don't I don't watch enough TV to know like how reality TV is going, like what is the main focus, like what what is selling right now. Um, so I don't know, but that would be what I would like to see them more than films. And I know you can have like a, a good balance, but BET lost the music art to me. We still got the BET awards, but that's it. It's all film now. And it's we, really, it's not, and it's really, music. it's it's only a portion of original new film. A lot of that shit is just reruns. Reruns, man. It's like, yo. All weekend is just a fucking rerun fest on BET. I've seen Baby Boy, bro. I've seen Soul Plane. I'm trying to still see how much money they're looking to put in to purchase BT because this was purchased back in 2000 for for almost three billion dollars. Yeah, and that's when it was just a one owner, the original owner, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's move on, LeBron. Let's talk buyouts, man. <laughs> LeBron wants to, uh, or LeBron and Spring Hill, should I say, they want to purchase Complex. You guys know Complex music, Complex sports, Complex fashion, anything Complex. It's all down to one, um, one company, which is Complex. 
LeBron has reportedly discussed offering roughly $100 million to buy complex networks. Yeah, when you sent this, you said $100 million is not going to be enough. Um, did you know going in what complex was worth already, or was that just an assumption just based on? That's an assumption based on how I see complex shaking right. and moving in the okay. culture. Okay. Like it's worth more than 300, I mean, it's worth more than a hundred million dollars. Right. Come on now. Okay. Um, Buzzfeed acquired complex in 2021 for $300 million. Now they said the, um, they're, they're dropping assets, but I don't see them getting this for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Dropping assets. And also I'm experiencing a lot of layoffs right now as well, but Nah, not maybe like one fifty two. If it was just purchased for uh, three hundred two years ago, three years ago, what year I, was that? Two years ago, two thousand twenty one. Yeah, yeah, maybe like one fifty two hundred. But if they're losing so much that they're already laying off, it might it might be a hundred million dollar um, sale. Jeez. If if they're looking to just get this shit sold, and what I will say, we need complex in black hands. We talk all the time about some of these shitty complex lists that come out. Some of them piss us off. We need complex in black hands. <laughs> and we need some of these writers the fuck fired. Yeah, we need more writers who actually um, have a passion for the genre. A lot of times with these, what do you call, what do you call complex? A media network? A media network, a media hub. The writers and the editors have no idea about the genre. They didn't listen to the albums. They're just going in looking at the names. That's why we talk about the Grammys and why Kendrick Lamar may win an award, even though, you know, someone maybe had a better song or a better album than him. They just see the names. We need to get more people who are really fans of hip hop and rap making the list on what's the best albums of the decade. Who are the best artists in the game right now? Who's the artist of the year? You know, um, so yeah, I definitely agree. If that's the case, if that's if this is gonna happen, if it's a hundred mil, two hundred mil, whatever, if we can get it in black hands and it leads to that, I'm on board with it, man. We have to see though. I, I don't, I don't know because they've never, they've only done like sports and movies. They do hip hop. Sp- what? They had state of the culture. That I'm not state of the culture. They had um. The show that DJ Academics and Joe Budden blew up on. Oh, okay. Uh, no, uh, Everyday no, no, Struggle. No. Everyday Struggle. I'm not talking about Complex. I'm talking about Spring Hill. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about Complex. Not I was bad. like, okay, I'm Complex sorry. has a load yeah. of original content. I'm sorry. I was talking about Spring Hill only doing sports and films up until this point. So if this deal does go through, I'll be... Trying to see, like, okay, how are y'all going to take this media hub ah. and bring it into Spring Hill? Like, you know, because they've never, they haven't shown that they have the, um, are capable of doing that and being successful. Ooh, they should buy Vice. Ooh, buy LeBron buy Vice. Shit, buy them all. They bankrupt at this point. They get that shit. Yeah, shit, shit. pennies. I'll fuck around and buy Vice. <laughs> buy buy uh, Bed Bath & Beyond while you at it. No cap. Shit, buy everybody out. Shit, shit, shit. Who else is, uh, who else is for sale? By um, Toys R Us. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I was just making shit Hell up. Hell no. Uh, the shoe stores. Foot Locker. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody yeah, somebody yeah, buy yeah. foot action in this yeah, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got the Nike deal already. Somebody pick up East Bay. Yeah, that's what it is. Man, that shit, 
Still breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. Breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. Come on, bro. It's like the third time. Sorry. She breaking my heart. You know what else is breaking my heart, Corey? What is that? Spinrilla is over. If you try to go to spinrilla.com, it will take you to an animal adoption <laughs> near you. So apparently, well, we already knew this, but um, I don't have to say apparently. Hip-hop mixtape website Spinrilla is forced to pay $50 million for copyright infringement. We talked about how they were in an ongoing legal battle um, over copyright infringement and that they hoped, uh, we hoped that they prevailed. Correct. They did not prevail, Kari. Um, Spinrilla has been forced to shut down their entire website after a judgment totaling $50 million, like we just said, was entered against the company and its founder. Court documents obtained by Billboard revealed that Universal Music, Warner Music, Sony Music, and other major record labels filed the judgment against Jeffrey Copeland uh, after he committed copyright infringement. Um, Copeland, whose site streamed songs from Bob Marley, Kendrick Lamar, and even Beyonce before the judgment, uh, is also forbidden from running Spinrilla or any other website like it in the future. Um, I want to get the one last part, and this will be my uh, my last little lengthy uh, thing from the article. This settlement this week stems from a six-year-old lawsuit filed by the Recording Industry Association of America on behalf of UMG, Sony Music Entertainment, Warner Brothers Records, Atlantic Records Corporation, and LaFace Records, alleging that Spinrilla and Copeland allowed users to stream and download unlicensed content. That was from Billboard, um, and that they were liable for more than 4,000 copyright infringement charges. Imagine having 4,000 counts, nigga. <laughs> uh, you're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga, you're a fucking gagoner. I was just like, you can't beat 4,000. You maybe can beat four. No, yeah, yeah. You're not beating and, that case. Niggas can't even beat four in most cases. You're not beating 4,000. Uh, but Spinrilla, I've never used Spinrilla. I was a dad piff user. Me too. I'm an OG. Um, yeah, but I know a lot of people did use Spinrilla. But what I will say is um, I'm on the side with the labels and, and the artists with this. If it's true, my bad. I, Absolutely. I didn't hit the mic. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, if unregistered or unlicensed, li- unlicensed music is being played on their website, then the artist is not getting paid. So, of course. We're not doing LimeWire all over again. And you niggas really tried to pass that off? We got to get rid of that, bro. Like, come on now. This is not a 09 anymore. I was gonna say. It's not even a uh, conversation or a discussion that needs to be had. They were even uh they were required to transfer their website domain registration to the property of the record companies. And that's why when we click on the link, it goes to uh, the nearest animal shelter. And yeah, that's because even the record companies are so fucking disgusted with Spinrilla, they don't want to use it. <laughs> they could bring it back if they wanted to, and them niggas don't. Right, <laughs> they right, don't right. fuck Spinrilla is what they saying. That's tough. Kevin Lyles and them niggas over there spitting on this. <laughs> uh, uh, um, um, Lucian Grange. Lucian Grange. Oh, Lucian yeah. is spitting all over Spinrilla today with 50 mil in his pocket. What's uh, Scooter Braun? Oh, my God. <laughs> Scooter Braun having to feel that. Scooter's going nuts. Man, y'all better stop playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, stop playing. This has been going on for a long time. That, that lawsuit opened up in 2017. Which I don't even know how they got out of it in the first place because I'll read what it says about that. 
Uh, Spinrilla was first sued back in 2017 when the labels initially brought 21,000 counts. Oh, so they did lose more than four four counts, Corey. They lost 17,000 counts, <laughs> but they dropped that down to four. And them niggas is guilty on them four. Oh, my goodness, yo. Brought 21,000 counts of copyright infringements from the music that Spinrilla has available on its site. It claimed Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, and Beyonce are among those that have been featured without receiving compensation for their work. Can't You can't do that, bro. Simple as that. That's You know how nasty that is? Because think about how many artists probably went platinum. Like, And that's the RIA that's reporting this shit mm-hmm. because it didn't get reported to them. I probably went double platinum. Like, think about rappers. Like, I went platinum. I probably went this platinum, that, mm-hmm. this, this, that. And, you know, nobody's reporting that. Yeah. I'm sure that's how artists felt during the the uh, Limeware era. Like, nigga, I probably went platinum in the hood. And what I don't get was, really, like I said, I didn't use it, so I'm really asking this question. And hopefully y'all can hit us and let us know. Uh, but comparing it to Limewire... Uh, I'm sorry, not LimeWire, to DatPib. We were only going to DatPib to get, like, mixtapes, you know, things like that. And I know Spinrilla, you can also get the mixtapes on there, but why why were we uploading artists' real music and downloading it from Spinrilla? Like, I just, I don't get why More people, traffic, more ads, more money. I don't get why people are using Spinrilla. <laughs> it's just so crazy to me. That's funny. But I, I mean, learned about Spinrilla... Hey, I'm going to put you under this bus. I'm sorry, Drell. I learned about <laughs> Spinrilla in 2017 from Drell. I was like, Drell, I'm never fucking downloading this app. Yeah, like, I never use it. You're not going to let me be like, you're not the poster boy for this this, this app, Drell. Like, and if you were, like, I'm, I'm not buying it right now. And I'm so terrified, man, because with LimeWire, I destroyed our home computer. Did you? Bro. When I tell you we had to wipe that bitch clean <laughs> and it never worked the way it was supposed to work ever again, I destroyed that computer with the amount of songs I downloaded from LimeWire. I was savvy, so I always got it done without viruses and shit. I don't know what you did. Shit, I probably downloaded something that had a virus in it. It was Soldier Boy fault. No, it's your fault. Soldier Boy fault. I was trying to get cranked at. It ended up being something else. No, you cranked that fucking virus on your computer. <laughs> that virus. Your parents had to pay for it. Yeah, man, we had to wipe that bitch clean. <laughs> All right, you ready to move on? Yep. All right, uh, we got a couple more things left. The Weeknd, his HBO series, The Idol, um, it's been announced. We've seen trailers. Well, uh, I've seen there's a trailer out. I haven't actually gotten a chance to take a look at it, but it'll be streaming on June 4th on HBO mm-hmm. and HBO Max. Yeah, it looks like the character is damn near himself. It is. I mean, like, he looks like he's going to be playing. <laughs> it looks, just looks Ab- like it fits Abel. Yeah, I was going to say Abel from uh, a teenage years, but uh, no, it looks like it's going to be cool. I'm excited to see just how much cocaine he's going to do. The, Absolutely. The series. That's the only reason why I want to watch. I want to see cocaine, LSD, um, but I want to see, like, mounds, Tony Montana mounds of cocaine, and I don't want powdered sugar. I want real cocaine. Facts. I need to know he's high. But um, do you have info on the show? Mm -hmm. A little synopsis here. It says, the idol focuses on an aspiring pop idol who, after having a nervous breakdown that causes her last tour to be canceled, 
resolves to claim her title as the sexiest pop star in America and begins a complex relationship with The Weeknd, the character that he's playing, and the head of a contemporary cult. A self, oh, I'm sorry, he's a self guru in a in the head of a contemporary cult. Sounds just like some '80s hippie shit with a lot of cocaine. Yeah, it says uh, the main character, her name is Jocelyn, an up and coming pop idol, uh, and Tedros's love interest. Um, the weekend will play Tedros, a self help guru, the leader of a modern day cult, and Jocelyn's love interest. We're trying to see if there are any people that we know. Uh, Mike Dean will be playing a music producer on this this show. Um, yeah. Not like he'd be playing anything else ever. Yeah, DJ, I seen him. Um, yeah, that looks like about it for the the celebrity list uh-huh. or or people I know. But I'm gonna check this out on June 4th. I'm sure this will be something that'll help us get through the summer. Facts and. Yo, we're gonna be in we're gonna be in the exclusive content bag by then. Um, I love you guys on the pod, but we might not be reviewing this show on the pod. Cha-ching. <laughs> we might not be reviewing this on the pod. We're gonna be reviewing it somewhere else. Cha-ching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um But we're looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, we need one of those. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We, we need, need a money, money sign. sign <laughs> Cash the fucking register. Facts. I don't know. Uh, we need a register shut. Don't worry. Absolutely. <laughs> All I want to do is in a um yeah. <clears throat> Are we ready to move on? Yes, sir. We got one more topic left. I saw something go on with Joe Biden, and he said that the student forgiveness or the student loan forgiveness had been approved. I got really excited, Kari. Uh-huh. Then I took a a long read on what got approved. I'm really mad all over again. (laughs) So over the weekend, Joe Biden announced that $55 billion worth of student loan forgiveness has been approved. And everybody went batshit crazy. But when you think about how many niggas went to college, I know $55 billion sounds like a lot. We're going to need upwards towards $400 billion to clear everybody's student loan debt. So let's take a little bit deeper dive into who got their loans forgiven. Okay. All right. So in this $55 billion, we're going to start with the PSLF waiver, the student loan forgiveness waiver. Um, that forgives all loans for people that have gotten a job doing state or government work. That's a part of the $55 billion. We have student loan forgiveness for borrowers defrauded. Um, Yeah, this says this is approved billions of dollars in student loan forgiveness through initiatives under the borrower defense to repayment program. This can eliminate loans for borrowers who were misled or defrauded by their educational institute. We've got forgiveness for disabled borrowers. Um, yeah, this is about $6 billion towards that. This initiative eliminates federal student loan debt for borrowers who are unable to gainfully work due to a medical condition. And there's one more. And that's that ours might be coming. 
If you're just a regular nigga that went to school. <laughs> regular nigga is crazy. You got your degree or maybe you didn't. You dropped out. You owe 5000 10000 20000 40000 But you heard that Biden was going to clear 10000 of yours or 20000 of yours and you're still waiting on that. Breaking news. You're still waiting on that. We're heading into election year, Kari. Joe Biden is going to need some accolades to stand on to be reelected. This is one of them. The student loan forgiveness program is something he is going to have to have. It's not going to be something that he's going to say, oh, I got it approved. It's on the way. It's going to have to be deducted from niggas accounts before they vote. For people to really feel it. No way he gets that done. Think so? Fully? Voting happens what? November of next year? Yeah. Do you see in, you know, maybe 16 months, everyone's student debt cleared? I don't see that. Not a shot in hell. No. Not a shot in heaven. No. No. Outside of that, the biggest and only thing that Joe Biden has to stand on is that he ended the COVID pandemic. Now, that's a big thing to someone that might care or matter. Most people our age don't give a fuck because we, we knew what the jig was from the beginning. Did Biden, I mean, I know Biden got the credit for it because he just happened to be in office, but... What did he do? No, Carl, he did a lot. I'm asking. Did he? Yes, because um, when you think about Trump being in office, Trump didn't even want to get the shots going. Like, um, and I'm not saying the shots saved anything or saved lives. Are you vaccinated or not? But it got people to that peak. Um, there was like a peak percentage of vaccination we had to get before niggas were able to start going back outside, before we were able to mingle amongst each other, mm-hmm. before we were able to brush arm to arm at a concert or a festival. I'm not saying throw throw a hat to this nigga or tip your hat off to him, um, round of applause or anything like that. Fuck him. But that's what he's going to have to rest on. But he would like a couple more things to rest on. And if he gets... If he gets the student loan forgiveness, he'll have a he'll have a leg in this fight. I agree. Without it, you're gonna have to get that whoever the Republican candidate is going to be, they're gonna get him in there. Without it, he don't really stand a chance in my opinion. He doesn't stand a chance without it. Especially if the Republican candidate is not Trump and he's young. Correct. Oh shit, y'all don't want that Republican candidate to be young. Facts, because Biden is 80 years old, man. It's man, crazy. he on your ass if he's young. Um, and then another thing, Biden, one of the reasons why Biden won office, obviously a lot of people voted record numbers, but Obama. Um, huh? Also, and because he was Obama's vice right, president. Right. And which I was which was leading to my next point. Oh, okay, okay. He um he was able to win a lot of the black vote, right? This time around, 
No, Biden sir. hasn't done anything to win the black vote. So, no, no chicken and waffles in Southern California. So look, that's going to make a big difference, man, in the next election. But you know what he got to do? He got to take that Trump route and free thug. Kari? <laughs> you got to pardon thug. If bro. Trump, not Trump, if Joe Biden granted clemency <laughs> to young thug, I swear to God I would vote for him. Hands hands down. <laughs> Nigga, me too. What hands down. And so would every black person in the world. Does Joe Biden not understand he could easily wrap this up? You better start talking to Trump. Yeah, like Trump really understood how to how to grease palms. Yeah, and the only reason why he didn't win, he just had so much other Yeah, way too much going way on. Way too much, right? But if he didn't have all that Friend Kodak and friend Wayne would have won that nigga the election, bro. In any election, I promise you. There were two things that fucked Trump. Um, the first was the impeach. When he was impeached, that fucked Trump. And he even had the chance to kind of turn the impeachment around, but COVID immediately hit. Yep. And he took the baby route. Yeah. <sighs> He was already down from the impeachment, and then you just get punched in the face by COVID, and then you don't handle it correctly. That's how you don't respond well. To Millions you. die. I love Trump. He did yeah. not handle that correctly. I love Bush. He did not handle 9-11 correctly. There are, everybody has fuck-ups, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I can't necessarily think of something right now off the top of my head from the Obama administration, but I'm sure there are things in there that he didn't handle the greatest. Mm -hmm. um, what about Biden? What do you do great that we, he just didn't handle the greatest? Uh, Miss Tom and his steps at the end when he's getting off of Air Force One. <laughs> 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 and he falls down and hurts his fucking Holy self. shit. I was going to say Ukraine, nigga. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. He talking about getting shit. on AF1. Yeah, yes, bro. Sir. Golly. Maybe he needs some AF1s. Man. Something. He need a walker. I'm going to ask one last question. Okay. I'll be serious this time. Where the hell is Kamala Harris? Um, her and her husband were in the Oval Office the other day. He's a Lakers fan. He was wearing a Kobe jersey. She's a Golden State Warriors fan. She was wearing a Warriors jersey. So they in there just playing house. Mm. They just playing. They ain't that bitch chilling. Up. Yeah, playing dress up and shit. Because I haven't heard from her all fucking year. She be doing talk shows and shit, though. She and that bitch like the admin assistant. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> she do. She's just transferring calls to Joe Biden. He don't pick up. Joe, you got to call on line one. Yeah, she's his assistant. Yeah. Must be nice. Did she run for president soon? Nah. Does Kamala ever run? She ran before. This was just getting her warmed up. I hope you knew that, right? Yeah, but she may not want to go back now after she didn't see what it's like. Nah, Man, you may not want that. But imagine, like, imagine if this Republican president does, like, four to eight years, and then she, like, gained a whole lot of steam over that. AOC will run before she run. AOC will win, too. Yeah, exactly. Kamala's pussy's so good. I know it is. What the fuck? I know. I'm Just tired. ask, uh, what's his name? The nigga used to do the show? 
Hoppy? The show. Oh. <laughs> like this one? Dante, uh, what's his name? Dante, what's his name, buddy? Did the talk show, the ball nigga. Oh, 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 Montel Williams. Montel Williams. I thought you, you said <laughs> they did the show. I was like, nigga, My Hoppy? Nah. I was like, damn, Hoppy fuck comma? Montel Williams. I was really gonna ask Hoppy. I was like, damn, you fuck Kamala? Show me your ways. <laughs> oh man, do you have more? That's it, man. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get out of here. That's been episode 236 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Let's go ahead and hit him with these songs of the week. It's been your boy Roderick. I'm Jakari. Let's get out of here. Summer